This is episode 203, Stop Running and Rebelling with Jazz. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you again for listening. Love today's episode. We talk about a lot of things. And for any of you that have a pattern of running or rebelling, however you rebel, maybe it's going back to old patterns or getting a little lazy or overeating or overworking or shutting down your heart again. We all have our ways that we run and rebel. I think this episode is really going to resonate with you. Before we dive in, two big announcements. First, there is a spot open at my Hawaii retreat. We have a couple who's unable to come due to some health concerns and that leaves room for two people. That can be you and your partner. That can be you and your best friend, you and your sibling enroll somebody to come with you. So if you've been listening for a while and you thought, oh, that Hawaii retreat sounds cool. I should have gone on that maybe next year. Well, this is your opening. This is your chance. So if you're waiting for a sign to see if the Hawaii retreat was for you, this is it. Definitely email jill at christinehassler.com ASAP because I have a feeling these two spots are going to be taken soon. Another announcement, group virtual coaching is back. I know so many of you loved joining me once a month for my live group coaching, which was virtual. It was only $20 to join. You just register, you get a link, and then you join me on Zoom and I teach a little bit and then I take hot seat coaching. So it's your opportunity to be coached by me. And this month's topic is going to be on anxiety. It's going to be August 5th. Anxiety that is something that has really been in the air lately. I've had so many people complain about how their anxiety was heightened, especially during the month of July. So on August 5th, special live group coaching specifically on anxiety. As I've shared openly on the show, it is something that I have dealt with and still deal with from time to time. And so I have lots of tools that I've learned firsthand have worked for me. And I'm also going to be talking about why we even have anxiety. So don't miss it. It's christinehassler.com slash group only $20. It's recorded if you can't join me live. If you want to join live, it's always at 5 p.m. Pacific time, but the recording is just as powerful. And like I said, this is your opportunity to get coaching from me. If you've been on the wait list for a long time, if you've really wanted to get some one-on-one with me, definitely join and do your best to join us live because that's how you get the live coaching from me. Again, christinehassler.com slash group. So like I said, today's call is all about breaking old patterns of running and rebelling. And as you're listening to my coaching session with Jazz, consider, do you ever deal with imposter syndrome? When things get hard, what is your response? Do you run or do you rebel somehow? Were you raised in a home where you felt comforted when you got scared or when there was an argument? Do you feel stuck when it comes to moving forward, especially in terms of your career? Before we dive into this call, I want to thank my sponsor for this week, Lola. You've probably heard me talk about Lola before. Lola products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. They make an amazing line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all natural cleansing wipes. No BS, mystery fibers, or doubts about what's going in your body. Plus, Lola's products come in a simple, customizable subscription. Lola will deliver exactly what you need, exactly when you need it. I love their subscription model 
journal. I've mentioned this before. It was so helpful when we went to Europe and I just had my monthly package ready to go and could just throw it in my suitcase. And I love Lola because they put women's health top of mind. Do you know that the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products? So most of them don't. Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in all of their products. And they make your month so much easier. Like I said, their subscription is fully customizable. You can choose your mix of products, mix of absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. Lola's subscription is super easy and flexible. And hey, it's founded by women for women. And you get to do good with your purchase. For every purchase, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. So here's your call to action for 40% off. Ladies, that's a big discount. 40% off your first month subscription. Visit mylola.com slash over it when you subscribe. 40% off your first month subscription. Visit mylola.com and enter over it. Oh, and P.S. This is just my own personal announcement, but talking about Lola and thinking about periods made me think of Amy Schumer's Netflix special, Growing. She does a whole bit on periods that is absolutely hilarious. Love me some Amy Schumer. If you haven't watched her Netflix special, it's it's great. And I love watching comedians uh, with, with what I do and how much of my life is spent, you know, processing and talking to people about some serious things. One of my medicines is comedy. And I found her special, it's called growing. She's pregnant and well, she's not pregnant anymore, but she was pregnant when she taped the special and it was just absolutely hilarious and so raw and vulnerable. And I think Amy Schumer is a really inspiring lady. She doesn't wear masks. She puts herself out there. She is who she is. And I find that incredibly inspiring. All right. And now on to my coaching session with Jazz. Jazz, welcome to the program. What's your question? Hi there. Um, so my question that I've been going through um, a lot lately is dealing with imposter syndrome and a lot of topics around worthiness. Um, mm-hmm. I have had quite a year, to be honest. Um, New Year's was quite a very heavy time for me. I broke up with my fiance on New Year's Eve and we were together for five years. And, um, I spent, I I was really on the cusp of, um, really like my whole life was kind of like building up essentially like my, my coaching practice. I had invested a lot of money into my own personal learning and, and who I am and, why, what my purpose is. I had spent a lot of 2018, like really owning in on like what my purpose here is in this lifetime and what my gifts are and how I can share them with the world. And, um, I really regress through, through January and February and March. And how, how do you know you regressed? What started happening? Well, I, I stopped eating. I was drinking whiskey every night in February. Um, a lot of me, like a lot of who I was changed a lot as a person. I became really sassy and bold and I feel like I've kind of abandoned, a, I feel like I've abandoned a part of who I was, um, who I had worked so hard to become back in 2018 when I was like coaching people and, 
I, I had the right vernacular. I was really like, I was, I'm a part of your program online, mm. um, and a part of like uh, B school and, and all of these other things that I was doing. And it just felt like I, like since the new year, it's like, everything has been about me. I've been so like selfish about okay. everything. So let's, let's go to the breakup. Cause that seems like the triggering event, right? Uh, yeah, it, it really changed who I was. Yeah. Okay. So I don't need tons of story, but basically <laughs> why did it end? We both grew different ways. Uh, I went away traveling for seven weeks. I quit my job cause I had savings to travel and I came back like, really, really on fire for like a new chapter of my life. I had a job for four years, uh, and I was ready for a change and there was a lot of love and a lot of support there. And when I, I introduced her to somebody else. And when I, when I came back, uh, from my traveling, everything, like something shifted energetically. So it doesn't, it's just something wasn't there. And, and that person like, doesn't really like, it, it was hard to lose that person, but like now I look back and I'm like, okay, like that person doesn't really make me like laugh. It doesn't like that person doesn't make really challenge me to grow as a human being. And that person doesn't really know what they want. We don't share the same future goals. So what, <laughs> what rattled you about the breakup with her? Like what hurt? That it, it came out of nowhere. Like, I think that when I got back from traveling, I was like, intuitively felt something pulling away. But I think that was when I was really like ready to like marry that person and like really happy. Okay. And when in your life in the past, have you had the rug pulled out from underneath you or felt like something came from nowhere? All the time. Tell me about that. Um, yeah. So it's, wow, Jesus. It's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, it's been a lot of that. I feel like just when I'm on the cusp of, of something, I feel like it, it gets pulled out from underneath me. I, I, it, I've experienced that. Tell that. me about the first time you remember that happening. I don't know if this is the first time, but like this was back in university. Um, well, it was back when I was deciding on which university that I was going to go to. I had, I had always known that I wanted to do acting ever since I was like, uh, six years old. And I remember, you know, I, I wanted to take acting classes and like my mom was like, you know what, we're going to put you in acting classes. And then, you know, in like six months or a year. And then after that, um, it was like, no way we're not driving like an hour and a half to like the city where the agents are. We're not doing that. And, and then it was like, I got into the acting school that I wanted to go to like a very prestigious school when I was choosing universities and I couldn't go because the tuition was too expensive. And so I was getting I've, excited about something and then having it change yeah. see if you can go back even further. See if you can go back to childhood. When do you remember thinking something was going to go a certain way and then things changed? I think that's all I can really like think about um, in terms of that. Okay. So you grew up with a lot of certainty? No, not mm. in myself at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how was your external environment not certain? With my family, I would say 
like my family's been together. So my parents aren't divorced or anything. Um, I didn't grow up in an abusive household or anything like that. There was pretty crazy family though, like pretty crazy fights if there was, but didn't have anything like too, uh, traumatic happened to me. Like, well, my love, crazy fights are traumatic (laughs) (laughs) because here's what I'm getting with you is there's a part of you that's longing for calm, that's longing for consistency, and that's longing for things you can rely on. And I feel that was missing in your childhood. You don't have to have divorced parents or abuse to feel unsafe in your home. And if there were a lot of crazy fights that would often come out of nowhere, I Mm. can see why there's a part of you that is a rebel and a runner. Yeah. And when something changes rather unexpectedly, the behavior of just rebelling, you say regress, I'm saying rebelling, is very, very common. Yeah. Because, well, you tell me, why do you think after the breakup of something, your words were, this is a person I thought I was going to marry. Why do you think that you rebelled? I went back to like an older version of myself, but I think that I, I don't think I really ever discovered like my darkness before, to be honest, in the past few months. Like I wouldn't say that I was depressed in the past few months. I think I, I, I felt free to be honest. I felt free, but like very like brokenhearted, of course. Sure. So when there was really brokenhearted, but yeah. 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 I get that. And we'll get, we'll get to that if we have time. There's a lot here. And I don't mean that from the place of, oh my gosh, you're so messed up. You've just been through a lot. <laughs> it's okay. You've been through this a lot. This year has been a lot. Right here. This year's, a lot. this year's been a lot for a lot of people. And I seem to say that yeah. every year. It seems to keep intensifying. But that's because yeah. we're being called forward to evolve faster because it's mm-hmm. necessary. So yeah. what was your coping strategy, my love, when the crazy fights would happen in your house? What did you do? Uh well, usually I was a part of them. <laughs> Me and my mother have always been, we've always butt heads. So usually I'm, I'm like, I'm a rebel for sure. I'm always like, I'm going to go and do whatever I want, do something crazy, but really like, I'm not that crazy. I'm very like simple. I'm a simple kind of gal. I wrote a lot of poetry. I turned to, I turned to like creativity, poetry, reading, creativity. Yeah. And I would run away a lot. That's what I would do. Well, yeah, Yeah. I think I said a few minutes ago, you run or you rebel. Like when shit hits the fan, I just like, like my worthiness issues come up and I'm like, I don't know if I can handle this. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's do. (laughs) It's very common for all of us when the shit hits the fan for our worthiness stuff to come. And we respond in different ways. Some people collapse and allow themselves to be treated poorly. Some people just go numb and endure and and just take it. Mm -hmm. You do more the, you're more of the fighter. I You're more, first. yeah, yeah. You and then I hibernate. Right, right. <laughs> so that's your, like you said, it's not you. 
it's, I wouldn't call it your darkness. I would call it your survival strategy. Mm-hmm. And so after hurt, you go into rebel or run. And what's so beautiful about this is it's worked for a long time. But like you said, it's not who you are and it's not how you really want to be. But what I'm wondering is if the reason you rebel and you run is that you say you're a simple person, but I get the sense that sometimes it's hard for you to just sit and be with the discomfort. I try to dance through it if I can. But do you see what I mean? I try to dance through it. <laughs> I couldn't even actu- meditate in the I past know. few months. I'm just starting to meditate again. Um, and like, but all of that I will hit cool, yeah, so, <laughs> so I get you. So hear me. But do you see how all of that is strategies to try to get out of it? Yeah. And there's what I sense you didn't have really growing up is someone that would just sit there with you and hold you when you just wanted to cry or you were scared and would wrap you up in their arms and kiss you on the head and rock you and tell you everything's okay. Yeah. And that, my love, is what you need. To be with the feeling, to not run from it, to not dance through it, to not have a glass of whiskey, to really just... Be with the heartache or whatever is coming up and hold yourself and tell yourself, it's okay. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's true. Like I, it's, it's not something that I'm like, it's crazy that you found that out and that you figured this out and unraveled it, but it's true. Yeah. I, I haven't had that. So I've always had to be that for myself. Right. And you did that the best way you know how, and you're mm-hmm. doing that through the running or the drinking or the what, whatever is sometimes even working, even personal growth work, um, can be a way that we're trying. Basically what you're doing is you're trying to find a way to soothe yourself and you didn't have healthy models for soothing and comfort. So you're just looking for any way you can to comfort yourself and your strategies have worked up into a point, but you and I wouldn't be on the phone if there wasn't a part of you that was longing to stop the rebelling and the running as a survival strategy and really find the inner mother, the compassionate part of you. You know, you Mm. listen to the show and it comes back to this so often because it's such a, it's such a basic human need to feel love mm. and to feel comforted. And that's so funny that you said that. I just pulled like an Oracle card last night about the divine mother's love, like the love from divine mother. This is very interesting. And and usually um, when I do like last summer, I did um, some plant medicine. I did mushrooms, but for me, it was a very spiritual experience. It was like me just closing my eyes. It was very emotional. It wasn't like crazy or anything. I use it like very much in reverence and once or twice a year. And that usually came up for me. Usually when I do something like that, I have this conversation with this mother. That's not my mother in 
my reality. Like it, this person is a different race to me. I don't know why they're, they're, they're black. They, they speak different. I don't, it's like they're, they're and like, that is the same person that I see when I do those plant medicine. It's very interesting. <laughs> well, to me, it makes perfect sense because and, no offense to any of the mothers out there, but honestly, our birth mother isn't our truest mother. Yeah, I was thinking that. And how beautiful that the medicine is taking you and, and how beautiful that it's creating such a distinction where your mind knows this is not your mother. Doesn't look at yeah. anything like her, right? Mm-hmm. And it's connecting you to maybe the truth of who you are. So I'd explore that a little bit in terms of the nurturing, when, when you have those experiences with this, I'll call it a divine mother that comes through, how do you feel? I felt like super grounded after that experience. I was sitting on a hill and all of the stress that I had been going through all last summer, 2018, this is a year ago, so much like hesitation, like, when should I leave my job? I'm so bored. What should I do? Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this course. I'm going to go to Bali. I'm going to go here. I'm going to get this certification. Like my partner probably thought it was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just so indecisive. And like, I just felt so at peace after that experience. It was like, I knew exactly what I needed to do. I knew exactly what my purpose was. I knew that like acting isn't going to be like my main thing in my life. It's an outlet for expression and my purpose it's bigger than, than just than that. And I, and everything kind of like sorted out and I became so much more grounded. And then I went away traveling and well, spent a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Jess. So those experiences, whether it's plant medicine or breath work or just a powerful meditation or a session with a therapist or a coach where we have an experience, they are reference points. They are showing us the parts of ourselves that we need to nurture and acknowledge. And they're basically guideposts or signposts for what we need to lean into more. And from my point of view, the reason you felt grounded is because in that experience, you felt held, you felt soothed. We're back to soothing and comfort. And what I get from just your, your, your essence is you're very creative you have a lot of energy. There's a part of you that just wants to soak up life. But my love, if you do that without roots, you're going to feel crazy. Mm. And so honor the part of you that has all these ideas and is super creative and wants to help the world and wants to learn, but give her roots. That's Mm. why you're having a hard time with the pursuit of everything you enjoy and feeling like an imposter is because the image I get of you is just like you're just ping-ponging around with no grounding. And mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that you got, you know, a mother figure that was very earth mama feeling. You know what I mean? <laughs> because yeah. it's it's calling to you to ground and to root. And that doesn't mean you need to live in the same space. That's not what rooting means. Rooting really means basically having uh, arms you can fall into feeling held. Mm-hmm. Is this making sense to you? Yeah, no, it, it makes complete sense. 
and I, and I reach, I reach for things externally. And I think February was the first time that I ever prayed. I think I was all into meditation and everything was woo woo in 2018. And in February, like I just like fell on my knees in like prayer and I like prayed to stop. Like I, I, I prayed for the life that I want. That's what I did. And that vision that I had also had the partner that I wanted to marry or that a partner that I wanted to be with. And, um, I manifested that very quickly, actually. Are you with a new partner now? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's long distance and, um, it's still like, it's very new, but it's been like off and on for a while, but it's like literally everything that I had manifested in my life with what I, what I need in a partner was there. Except that I don't know everything because it's long distance and which I actually think is perfect for you because can you see jazz? How am I ready for this? Well, well, (laughs) I don't know. So let me, let me ask you this question. (laughs) Can you see how there's a part of you that's longing for someone just to hold you and be there for you? And can you see that you're looking to a partner, a female partner to do that? Yes. And can you see that really in terms of your personal development and your growth, this is an inside job mm-hmm. and that, that no partner is going to do that for you. Now there's a caveat. I believe that our partners like my partner definitely holds me and definitely gives me stability. However, I was able to have that without Mm -hmm. massive codependence because I created that foundation for myself. Mm. I gave myself roots. I learned how to hold myself. Doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I don't ever ask, ever reach out for support yet. I know how to do it for me. And so I think it's perfect that I still don't think that that we're at that level with this person where it's really like the, it's the intimacy is not I know. there yet because it's so long distance. I think it's more just about like play and fun and like that person's like my best friend. We make each other laugh and we have the same sense of humor. And I don't think the intimacy is there yet, but like the passion and the romance is, but the distance that we have between us is the only way that it would have worked at all in the past few months. Like we've been, we've been off and on and I don't want my life to be about a relationship. That's not what my life is about because I know that I can, if I need to like be single for two years and if it doesn't work with this person, I 100% will be (laughs) like very much so. Um, So what I was going to say is that the distance thing I think is perfect right now because you want to really, really, truly, like I think the most important thing I can share with you is you did not grow up with soothing and comfort, especially during times you were scared or felt threatened. And Mm. any time that you feel scared or threatened, it is imperative that you start to learn how to self-soothe. It's Mm -hmm. wonderful to reach out to other people and 
it's important first to learn how to do it for ourselves and really find that mother. And sometimes when we pray for the life that we want, we have to be careful with that because it's often the life that our ego wants. I prayed for it in a place where I was in a very, I was aching. I was aching when I, when I like suddenly everything just hit me and I was like, that's, that pass is not what I want. Right. So what do you think could be your prayer moving forward? Like really just like to stay true to like my own roots inside of like what, like what my purpose is. Like, I don't want to lose that at all. I mean, I've been fired from like three jobs in the past six months. (laughs) Like I've never been fired from a real job. I started trying things that I never thought I would have ever tried in the past six months. I had nothing to lose. Like I didn't give a flipping crap about anything. I'm not going to (laughs) swear. So can I give you some feedback on why you got fired? Yeah, I try so if jobs you're, that aren't even for me. <laughs> right. No, that's not why, my love. Okay. If the core <laughs> issue that's up for you right now yeah. is to feel rooted and grounded and held, that's your core issue. Does it mm-hmm. make sense to you that you're going to keep drawing in experiences that rattle you so mm-hmm. that you really can practice finding stability and rootedness and groundedness within yourself when the external world is chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. So this is really big for you. Forget about finding your purpose. So many people spend way too much time thinking about that before it's let me figure out my core wounds and heal them. Honestly, I want everybody (laughs) to envelop that as their purpose. (laughs) And then What happens is your natural gifts just emerge. Mm -hmm. Really, our purpose is to evolve. And that begins with finding our core wounds and our limiting beliefs and healing them and bringing truth to them. That is your purpose right now. I almost don't even know how to be held like in that space. Like I do that for other people. Then you know how. Then you know how. (laughs) Then you absolutely 1000% know how. It's just being, you have a lot of wiring that is run, rebel, run, rebel. That's how I take care of myself. And so you're going to have to be very mindful of when that reaching for the whiskey or running or distracting or whatever it may be. When that comes up. I stopped up, doing that. Thank okay, great, gosh. great. Well, whatever, just many months ago. <laughs> whatever the running, it's a, it's a metaphor, right? So whatever the running, distracting yeah. patterns are. Being yeah. saying to yourself, stop, and not in a judgmental way, in a loving way, stop. This is not my direction. And mm-hmm. just honestly sitting on a chair, grabbing a pillow or a stuffed animal, wrapping your arms around yourself, rocking yourself, letting yourself feel whatever you want to feel and just say, I am safe. It's okay. And whatever else sounds nurturing or soothing, because from my perspective, the biggest growth opportunity for you is Mm -hmm. to sit in discomfort with compassion. Not try to fix it, not run from it, not rebel, Mm. but sit Mm -hmm. and be in your discomfort, be in your feelings with motherly compassion. Mm. Okay. Does this give you some guidance? 
yeah, it gives me a lot of guidance. I did not know that that was my core wounds. I've done coaching and I did some therapy, um, in February and therapy didn't work for me. It's always coaches. It's Mm -hmm. always your podcast that I listen to. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the blend of like, you know, like spiritual psychology, because I feel myself very, uh, very much like a spiritual person. Yeah, you Um, are. But I, I don't really want my roots to be grounded in the city that I am anymore. And so I manifested a partner that doesn't live in my city. Like, it's crazy. Well, and, and roots aren't necessarily physical. They're internal. Yeah. And it's finding that place. Like re, it's jazz. It's find a peaceful home inside yourself. You did not yeah. grow up in one. Find a peaceful home inside yourself. That's, mm. that's where you are in your journey right now. Actually, let me say it differently. Okay. Create a peaceful home inside yourself. Mm. I did have that in 2018 and I'm actually just actually in the summer right now. I'm just in the process of exploring that again. Great. I was think I was too afraid to. Yeah. In the winter, it was too cold. Yeah. Well, and I'm not talking about a peaceful home in terms of like getting candles and blankets and making it pretty. I'm talking about inside of you. I and, do that. And, and, That's the thing. I'm always reaching externally. <laughs> yes. I, I get that. That's why I'm reminding you to bring it back in. And you create okay. that peaceful home inside yourself by compassion and comfort and presence. Yeah. Okay. And I'm glad you're in my personal mastery program because then I can, you know, follow up with you on calls and in the Facebook group and I'm not in that program. Oh, you're not. Okay. Okay. Great. It's a different area. Great. Great. Well, I didn't know which one you were in. I just made that assumption. (laughs) (laughs) Well, come join me there so I can support you more, but you're doing great and and release the judgment. I feel like this year is all about myself and I feel like every month it's always like, I'm going to finish my business course. I'm going to finish my coaching certificate. I'm going to finish. I need to be the person that I was in 2018. And now I think I've just kind of accepted that this year is about like finding and creating a piece, making money and just being like with myself and having fun. And I'm always stressed about like who I'm becoming in this personal development work and all of these things. And I've just like, I think a few days ago, just accepted like, you know, maybe 2019 isn't about all of the shit that I need to do. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm so stressed out. Yes. So (laughs) you surrender, let 2019 reveal to you what it's about instead of deciding this is always my love. You're trying to exert control, which is normal because you grew up in a chaotic house. So yeah. Don't make it about anything. Just really come back to my words, creating a peaceful home inside myself mm-hmm. with compassion yeah. and soothing and welcoming, okay. welcoming whatever comes in. That's part of a peaceful home is creating a welcoming mm. for the feelings and emotions that come up. Okay. Okay. I'm on it. <laughs> Beautiful. Stop being an overachiever. This yeah. 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 Thank you, my love. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So thank you, Jazz, for your honesty and vulnerability on the show. It was 
wonderful breaking this down with you. So let's talk a little bit about this. So initially Jazz asked me about imposter syndrome, but we didn't really talk much about that on the call because it really wasn't about that. It was really about breaking this pattern of running and rebelling. And you heard that after her breakup is when she really, in her words, regressed. She stopped eating, she was drinking, and she said that a lot of who she was changed and she kind of got away from who she was and didn't even recognize herself. So that's often a normal thing we go into whenever we're dealing with any kind of heartache or whenever there's a part of us that's triggered, especially when we don't have really good self-soothing and self-nurturing practices. So as we talked, you learned that Jazz grew up in a home that she didn't feel completely soothed in. She didn't feel completely nurtured in. In her words, there were crazy fights And you can imagine if you're a little girl and there's crazy fights going on in your house, that's pretty scary. And if you don't have comforting, then you're going to develop any kind of coping strategy you can when any fights or breakdowns or triggers happened. So a lot of her coping strategy was to just run, to to rebel or to shut down because no one was there to comfort her. So really my coaching to her was all about finding that divine mother. And it was really cool how she said that she picked an oracle card just a few days before that was about the divine mother. And it is that divine mother, that inner comfort, that part of her that can soothe her, that's really going to get her through this, that's going to help her feel comforted, that's going to help her feel soothed during times where she feels scared or there's uncertainty or there's heartache. So I really encourage her to sit in discomfort with motherly compassion. You could probably hear in the coaching session, I talk, I'd say something, then she'd be gone on to the next thing, that even that rebelling and running pattern even showed up in her listening. And Jazz, if you're listening, this is not a criticism at all, my love. It is just an observation to just show you how that pattern works. You know, I see this a lot with adults who had a childhood where there wasn't a lot of certainty and stability and safety. And when there was a lot of chaos, there's this kind of inner fight or flight that's always going. And even in listening, it's like they hear something that's onto the next, onto the next, onto the next. And if you relate to that, I just really encourage you to just slow down, especially when you're seeking out guidance or when you're having a vulnerable conversation with someone and they're reflecting something back to you or they're asking questions to really slow down and be present. So that's the other thing for jazz that I don't think I got to in this call, but really just slowing down, breaking the pattern of reaching for things externally. You know, instead of praying for the life that she wants, really praying to help her really be comforted in the now, praying to help find that divine mother inside of her. As you know, when any of us reach for anything externally that we're desiring internally, we just keep reaching and grasping and grabbing and it's like a bucket with holes. It's never really truly fulfilling. Now, absolutely things in our life externally can be fulfilling, I find my work very fulfilling. I find my friendships very fulfilling. I find my relationship very fulfilling. But I don't reach for those things to fill voids inside of me. And so if you find that you're waiting for something in your life to change so that you can feel a certain way, 
I really want you to look at that and look at how actually you are in control of changing your life right now by how you relate to it, by how you see it. Remember, a miracle is a change in perception. So find that inner mother, even if you're a man, you have that inner mother as well. So many men weren't loved and soothed and comforted in the way that they needed. So it's important men, you find that as well. All right, everybody, that is the show for today. Thank you so much for listening, sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over at Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Bye.